0: Hi, how are you? This is the Gospel of Kennison. I'm your host, James Kennison. I don't know what episode number it is. Who cares, right? It's the most important thing to realize and recognize that I am recording. It is uh, January 31st. It's been a minute since I've done an episode. And I apologize. Usually, when I go for a while without doing one, it's because things suck. And and depression has has me in its riley grasp, yeah, riley grasp. Um, but I have I've been doing I've been doing so well, and I haven't done an episode since November. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Things have been great. Um, work is great. My mood is great. My sleep is great. Uh, everything is is great. Um, even music is great. That's basically what I wanted to tell you about is music. I haven't enjoyed music in 10 years for the past 10 years. Other than a brief flirt with, uh, K-pop, um, my old music, my, you know, my bands, Craig's brother, Fiverr and Frenzy, MXPX. Um, and now yellow card and, and gold finger, um, and Rufio fiber and frenzy, uh, squad five Oh, all the old stuff, all the new stuff. Uh, it, it makes me feel something again and I get into it and I didn't even realize that depression had taken that from me again. Let me, let me reiterate that depression isn't just feeling like crap it it's removing it removes the part of you that's able to feel good and so things like showering uh become monotonous horrible chores um, because they're a series of of things that you have to do in the same order every day Music becomes nonsensical. It's just not even worth it. It's not, it's just, there's nothing there. Why listen? Um, you know, even even videos on YouTube were just to distract me and the, the negative thoughts and things like that. Um, but things are good. And I don't know if it's uh, because I'm grow. I think it's because I'm growing out of it. I still am on my meds and meds are in a good place, but they've been in a good place for a long time. And you guys that are long time listeners know that my, my, usually medicine does good for a little while and then it, then it breaks and something changes and, 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 and it goes wrong. But this has been since October, October, November, December, January. Now we're, going into February tomorrow that's that's months of sameness and I still need my meds but they're working better and and life is has changed so much six months ago I w- you would have asked me what that I would if you had a- if you were to ask me six months ago if I would be where I am now I would say there's no way there's no way I'll be working full-time there's no way that I would be in an in a career path that, that I enjoy with graphic design and, and fashion and hat design and all that stuff. There's no way. Yet here here we are. So I, I'm not, here. here's what I hope some of you take away from this because I know some folks listen that are depressed. I'm not bragging. I'm not rubbing it in. I'm saying there's hope. I had a guy tell me one time after I'd done a sermon about my depression and about what it taught me about God. Um, it was it's actually on this uh on this uh on the podcast feed. It's called Under the Icing, if you want to go listen to it. After I preached it, um, he came up to me and he said, You it won't last forever. He says, I dealt with it for twelve, fifteen years, and you will outgrow it. And I was like, Well, that's that's good. I don't know if I believed it, but I was I was um you know, uplifted by it, by the possibility. I mean, hope is hope, even if it's false hope. But I I think that's what's happening to me. And my wife said it the other day, you survived. You, you lived through it and you were still a part of the family and you still had good moments. But you, but the biggest thing is you lived, you stayed, you survived and my doctor, I remember words he said early on. My first ever doctor said, "The only ones that don't get better are the ones that give up, the ones who commit suicide." And and so, this is a fantastic thing. This is an amazing thing. I I I outlived my own father years ago when I turned forty-three. I'm I'll be fifty in August. I lost ten years of my life, my forties, basically, um, to depression. In many ways, it's like waking up from being locked in a chamber, you know, a <laughs> uh, 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 cryo cryo chamber. I was going to say crypto chamber, as that's, that's a whole different thing. And I'm finding myself looking up. Um, my old favorite, uh, movie actors and singers and stuff from 10 years ago and checking to see how old they are. And everybody's old, everything moved on and I'm almost 50. (laughs) It's not fair. My kids, my kids were eight. Jenna was eight. Now she's 18. Jay was four and now he's 14 almost 15 and most of their memories have been of me checked out of life. I hate that, but let me tell you in the last few months, things have, have turned around. I, uh, I don't know, like December Christmas time, I got so interested in doing stuff for the kids and for my wife and I haven't been excited about Christmas. Like i never even thought to do anything. I mean, I did stuff for my wife and stuff, but I, I just, I got creative like, and, uh, I'm just going to tell you what I did. Okay. I always worry that people are going to judge me. Um, <laughs> but I'm just going to tell you what I did cause it's interesting And, um, I think it was fun. It was, it was, and it was a success. My kids loved it. So, all right. So what I decided to do is I had a little money set aside from the podcast money and I've, I've been sitting on it, not doing anything with it. And there's, there's a thing with my mom. My mom will never give anything to anybody that is of any use to her. Okay, so by the time she gives it up, there's no value in it. And I realized that I was sitting on my money and I wasn't doing anything with it for the family or for my kids. And I didn't want to be like my mom. And, you know, they only get it when I'm dead or something like that. So what I did is I decided I was going to give each of them $500. Just on top of whatever me and their mom got them, it wasn't part of the budget. It was just, I was going to give them $500. And I was going to give it to them in an exciting way. <laughs> so I uh, I went to four different banks, maybe five, and I cleaned them out of $1 bills. I got them in stacks, wrapped, wrapped up. Um, every stack is $100 in ones. And so I had 10 stacks of ones in my car. <laughs> it looked like I was a baller, man. I was rolling. And I, I divvied it up in $500 stacks and wrapped it in tissue paper, put it in a shoebox, and wrapped that up, put it under the tree. And that morning, you know, they, they, they had better gifts than, than what I got them. But man, when they opened that up, it was like, it was so great. It was so great. The looks on their faces. I mean, they, they are always so thankful. You know, you you can't spoil a kid that's thankful. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you just can't. Um, as our kids, they, they value a dollar. They know the value of a dollar and they know how much my income meant to me because for some reason, maybe it's the way men are wired, maybe it's the way I'm wired, but my podcast income was the only thing I had during my downtime as you know, being depressed um, that showed that I was productive in any way. My money, um, my little bank account uh, was like a, a thing I held close and dear to me, not because I spent it, but but because I didn't, because it was it was like a trophy, you know? And uh, I would joke around with the kids once in a while and talk about how much money I had. And they would be, they'd roll their eyes and all this kind of stuff. And uh I mean, it's been s- 17 years of podcasting. I I've accumulated a little bit of money. <laughs> um, and, and so for me to give that away, also they, they knew it meant a lot. Um, so I broke the mold, broke the pattern set by my mom. I was a giver and, and I felt great. And my wife was like, Where's mine? <laughs> Where's mine? Uh, I said, It all belongs to you. So, anyway, that was, that was Christmas. And uh, I just felt so good. Oh, it just felt so good to do something like that. I bought them both a book as well. And uh, I got my daughter a book for her birthday because she turned 18. She's an adult now. And uh, it was an advice book on, on things from taxes to how, to how to apply for jobs. And, you know, it, just, it was just tons and tons of, uh, it's like an FAQ, you know, frequently asked questions for young adults. And then I got my son an advice book on teenage life everything from dating to your first job on and on and on. And what I've decided is every birthday and every Christmas, no matter what I get them, I'm also going to get them a book and they may never read it. They may never, but when they're older and they do start reading or they start looking for wisdom, things about wisdom, because every, when you get older, you start wanting wisdom they will look back at their library and they will realize they've got us some pretty dang good books and they will read them and I will get credit (laughs) for having given them to them at some point in their life. So, um, I got a book for Jenna, another one already. Um, it's about, uh, Oh, I don't remember what it's called, but it's, it's basically exegetical. Is that right? Anyway, it, it, goes into proving that Jesus existed. The proof of Christ's existence. And uh, I think that's important for her. I, I think she believes, but she hasn't... I think it's still up in the air a little bit for her. Like, college could take it away from her, you know, kind of kind of thing. So that's the why, reason why I want to get that drilled down. And then for Jay... We got him a book coming for his birthday in February. And it's uh it's Mere Christianity by uh uh <laughs> his name? C.S. Lewis. And uh it's a great story because it's a story of of him going from uh being uh an atheist to you know Christianity. It's it's an awesome story. So you may never read it, but I told him, and this is what I'm gonna tell Jenna with her book. You read it. I'll give you a hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, now I know some of y'all are going, dadgum, I wish James was my dad. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was my dad too. So, um, I'm going to start using my powers for good. You know, if I have to, I have to, um, get them started a little bit, but pushing them, you know, I'll, I'll do it. dad it. I'll do it. So thank you supporters <laughs> for enabling me to do such things. Um, the only other thing I've got uh that I'll share is we are doing something drastically different with that story show and we're going to try it for a couple of months and see if it works. But uh my feeling is that the show has stagnated a little bit because I was in survival mode. I wasn't in inspiration mode in growth mode in what can we do better with the show mode. And one of the things I wanted to do was expand the show. Uh, I want more listeners. I want more success. I want more. uh, I I want more people to enjoy what we're doing. Um, And so I, I had two choices. I could take the money that the show has produced and invested in advertising. <sighs> you know, I could get on Facebook and put ads up and all this kind of stuff. And some people have done that and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just not my thing. It's not my style. I don't, I don't want to buy people. What has always set that story show apart. And what we've always done is we've grown by word of mouth, people sharing us with their family, with their brothers and sisters, with their coworkers, with their friends, you know, uh, and, and I'm proud of that. I I think that's amazing and it's organic and it's real. And so instead of taking the money and investing it in outside the the, of, of the show, I want to invest it in the people that are already listening. And so what we are going to do is for two months, we're going to basically give money to one story every week. Um, I guess you'd call it a contest, but I don't think of it that way. We're just going to take the story that made us laugh the hardest and was most entertaining. And we're going to give that person $50. And we're going to do this every week for two months and see if it ruins the show. <laughs> Cause it might, it's, it's, Because it's basically turning the whole thing into a contest. And and that's not my heart. That's not what I want to do. I want to get people more interested in submitting content. I want people to talk more about the show. And I'm very inspired by Mr. Beast. Have you ever seen him on YouTube? This guy gives away... He makes so much money and he gives it away. He blesses people. He does crazy stunts and stuff like that. But he also does a lot of good... I watched a video of him where he, he um, paid for a thousand people to get cataract surgery so they could see again. And I want to follow part of his example. And that is that it. I, I want to be more successful so that I can invest more and maybe do stuff, stuff like that. I mean, I don't ever think I'll get to his level. Obviously, he's million, he makes millions and millions of dollars, but he, he's, he invests them back into his programs and he does bigger and greater things with his videos and he does bigger and greater things with his philanthropy. And I would just love the podcast to follow that example. I I don't know how we would put more into the audio part of the show. You know, like with his videos, he'll do... Trains and parachutes and and you know celebrities and you know stuff like that because he's got the money and that makes uh, more money and get makes videos. I don't know how that translates to audio. I think we just keep doing a good job. We keep putting our heart and our passion into it. I think also the contest could bring in more uh, diverse content because we've kind of stagnated. Like I said, Uh, a lot of the stories are from younger uh, children, which is fine, and maybe I need to embrace that, but I prefer it to the children's stuff to be on red school bus and that story show to maintain its, you know, um, demographic, it's target demographic, which is, you know, uh, young adult or, um, people under 20 and 25 and up, basically the the people that we typically appeal to. Um, so, so again, my, my interest is not turning into a contest, even though I guess it is, it's investing in the people that submit content. So the way it will work obviously is the way it's always worked is people will submit content through a form on the website. They will accept our terms and conditions because we have to have terms and conditions since it's a contest. And, um, we will select stories. We will read the stories and we'll have fun and we'll laugh and we'll make fun and we'll do all the stuff we normally do. And then at the end, I'll say, John, which one do you think we ought to do? And, and we'll pick one and that's it. And, and we'll give them money via PayPal and it's open to anyone who has an adult in their life. That's 18 and up. So it's, uh, we're, we're not restricting it to just adults. And, um, so far, uh, we are just restricting it to certain European countries, Canada and the USA. Um, and it has to be in English because we're an English speaking podcast. So anyway, uh, I'd love to get your feedback on any of this. It's just me trying to shake it up a little bit and and it's on a trial basis. If, if it turns into a monster, we shoot the monster in the head, you know, and we go back to normal and that's fine. Uh, but I don't feel like it will. I, I think our people will appreciate it and, and they'll see my heart and know what I'm trying to do. So. Anyway, that's that's a big update. The other update is that story show has a brand new logo. It is very, very much like the old one. Um, you can go to NLCast.com and see the new one. Um, it looks very much like the old one. You might not even be able to tell the difference unless you look at both of them. But it has been updated. And it's mostly because um, I'm a cap designer. I specialize in embroidery on caps. And our logo was not embroiderable. <laughs> Try to say that word. Embroiderable. Uh, so I don't So I redid it and it looks more modern. You know how a few years ago, Netflix changed their logo and dropped the drop shadow. And now it's all white and has a curve at the bottom and the whole thing. It's just that it's, it's just that I made the whites whiter. I made the reds redder, the blues bluer. It's, it's, it's good. I, I like it. I love it. I love it. I'm just very proud of it. Um, some of our patrons didn't like it. Some of them loved it. Um, I've got new merch up in the, in the store at store.nlcast.com with the new logo. And um, I'm excited about it. And I never thought I'd ever update the logo. But once I did and I compared it to the old one, the old one looks gray. Like dingy. Like I didn't adjust the colors properly. Like even if I was going to stick with that logo, I would adjust the coloring and make it more vibrant because I don't know, that's just where I was artistically at the time. And now it's, it's new and different and I think very much better. So, um, I'm still a cap designer. Things are going good at work. Uh, my friend, Jamie and I get along great. Uh, we're good coworkers. The only thing bad, could be considered bad about the job is that the office i work in is freezing of course it was 13 this morning so uh but we we're in the corner of the building and there's two block walls you know in our office and it's just cold it's just cold so i got myself i got on amazon i got myself a tiny heater it's probably four inches square and uh i'm gonna set it on the desk and i'm gonna have it blow across my mouse hand and my keyboard hand because my fingertips freeze. I'm fine body wise. It's just my toes and my fingertips, and uh, but man, I will tell you, it still beats. It still beats uh, manual labor at Chick Fil A. You know, not, nothing against Chick Fil A. You guys know how I feel about Chick Fil A. I loved Chick Fil A, but it became a chore and it was hard work. And uh, I, I get to sit in a chair now. I get to work on a computer. I get to run Illustrator all day and design hats. And sometimes I design hats for famous things and I don't even know it. Like I did a raceway the other day and my brother's like, dude, that's Summit. That's amazing. And it's this huge raceway called Summit Raceways. I didn't even know. And I'm kind of glad because I would get nervous, I guess, and probably not do as well. Today, I got two jobs for two very famous hotels. I can't remember their names right now, but if I said them, you would know them. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't remember either one of their names right now. And that's probably good because I don't need to be spreading people's, you know, business business. So, um, I hope you're doing well. I hope your family's great. And I apologize for not sitting down and recording. Um, it's just, things have been good. And when things are good, sometimes it takes a while to get enough to do a show on because when I'm depressed and sad, there's lots of stuff to talk about, <laughs> even though depressed and sad, James doesn't always podcast. Um, but when you're doing great, you, you, you kind of feel like you're going to put people off, you know, just sit there and talk about all the great stuff that's happening, but it is good. Um, I, I will say I have some health concerns that I've, uh, dealing with. Uh, I went to the doctor and, uh, I, I, I'm just, it's personal stuff, but it's nothing, you know, it's not cancer or anything like that, but I'm just getting old and, uh, you know, parts of my body aren't doing things they're supposed to do. So, uh, I get to have all kinds of tests run and all that kind of stuff, but everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's just stupid stuff. Stupid getting old stuff. I have to have a, I have to have a. TV shoved up my butt eventually, so it's it's stuff like that, you know. Uh, when you When you turn fifty, you are supposed to have a colonoscopy or whatever, which is again, they don't shove a TV up your butt; they shove a camera up your butt. I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe, maybe I was secretly wishing they would shove a TV up there. I don't know. I don't. I am not looking forward to it, but I have survived butt surgery, so you know that was worse. I can't can't imagine. You're being worse than that. You know, it's like a step down. It's not something I would want to do on a weekend, you know, with my time. Hey, let's go get a camera stuck over but butt. Uh, but in the context of, of butt-related stuff, uh, I think, I think uh, colonoscopy is, is something I can handle, you know? Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm doing good. Doing good, so thank you, those of you that pray for me. I know, I know you're out there, and those of you that root for me, and hope for me, and are glad for me. Those who worry about me. Uh, it's it's good. It's all good. Things are things are good, and uh, they've been good for a long time. And I have no reason to think that the pattern is going to change. You know, that I'm going to drop down into some hole because I I think that period of my life is over and I'm, I'm grateful, I'm very grateful. I mean, stuff like enjoying music again, uh, just enjoying the, the, the Christmas season again, uh, being thoughtful about my family and my kids and, and. I've been, I've been growing closer to my kids and I thought that was impossible, but it was because I was so depressed and I wasn't trying and I wasn't reaching out. And, and it's been so, it's not, I won't say easy, but it's been, um, it's, I don't know. There's been progress. The same kind of Oomph! I want to put into my podcast. I've been putting that into my kids, trying to learn their love languages, trying to figure out what is going to make them feel loved. And uh, I, I, I think, uh, I think I'm starting to get the handle on, on that. Like when I, I pick up Jay, and I drive him home. I uh, he talks to me. And I told him, I said, I screwed this up with Jenna, but I'm not going to screw it up with you. I said, when, when I had to drive Jenna around everywhere, when she was so busy and she couldn't drive yet, I complained. And the truth was, that was the last time that she was going to really need me. And I, th- I kind of ruined it by complaining. So said, I'm not going to do that with you. I am honored to drive you around. I'm honored to be able to spend time with you one-on-one in the car. And I don't take it for granted. And that like unlocked something in him. And, and he talks to me just not constantly. He's not a constantly talking person. So he's not like that, but it's just, it's just been good. It's been normal. It's been no effort, you know, the doors have been opened. And I' found myself saying things to Jenna like like that, like saying, you know i've I've missed you, and it's been my fault and uh, and then the gifts on Christmas opened doors. Uh, it's it's just been good my my wife's kind of <laughs> mad at me <laughs> because uh Jenna bought a phone. she had saved up some of her own money but didn't have quite enough. and so she bought an a new phone hers was very old and, uh, my wife bought it on our credit card and, uh, Jenna repaid her in ones, <laughs> So <laughs> my wife has stacks of ones now. <laughs> and she's like, I was like, start paying for dinner. When we go out to dinner, start paying in ones. Cause restaurants and businesses love having ones. They, they do. So, uh, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully she won't. Well, I, I, I think I'm gonna cut us loose. Um I I hope you enjoyed this uh podcast. This episode it's episode 177, by the way, just because I looked it up while I was talking. <laughs> and um I've I've missed everyone. I I do because when I put out stuff, you guys respond. And when I don't, you don't, obviously. Or or occasionally people will check in and say, Hey, I hope Hope things are okay. And I will say, yes, everything is good. And they're like, good. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, all right, but put out a show for real. Cause we're, we're really bored sometimes and we need something to listen to. Um, recently though, I'll, I'll share this and then I'll go. I've had uh, a couple of people that started on, that story show. And then they found gospel of Kenison and they, they mentioned how they, they knew the happy, happy James, but they didn't know about the struggle, struggle James. And, uh, it's just, it's interesting to get their perspective on that. Um, I don't know if it ruins it for people, you know, does it, does it ruin the show? I'd love to get your feedback on that those of you that listen to that story show and this, do you find that this makes the story show better? Do you think it's a better experience because you know me or do you think people, you know, cause in a way it's like, it's like Disney world. It could be like Disney world. When you're a little kid, everything's magical and you get older and go to Disney world. You start seeing it's run by old people and kids and there's mechanical failures and, and there's a lot of people and crying children everywhere. Um, And so getting to see behind the curtain isn't always a good thing. So does, does GOK enhance that story show or does it, uh, does it ruin it in some way Um, or, or does it have no impact whatsoever? I would love to hear your feedback, James at NLCast.com. And if you have a story, the contest the weekly contest for the next two months send it in um you need to go to nlcast.com click on submit a story and use the form Um, we're still going to take voicemails and we'll still take emailed stories but those will not be uh available for the contest because i have to have people submit a release and they have to agree to the terms and service. I, I know it's like serious stuff for a, for a silly podcast, but I don't want it to get stupid. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't know. I, 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 I love the people that listen, but if it attracts people that want money, it's the, those are the people that could cause trouble. So I have all the rules in place to keep that from happening, but if things keep growing like they are and the money, the prizes just do what I hope they'll do. And and it just adds another level of coolness and awesomeness to the show. Uh, then it'll make people talk more to people around them and they'll share it more and we'll grow naturally and we'll get the same kind of people we've always had, which has been the best podcast listeners in the world. So, uh, I'm not really worried about any negative stuff, but you know, anyway, point is go to nlcast.com, click on submit a story, uh, fill out the form, submit it, get in there. Cause the trick is once you get an an entry in, even if it doesn't get in that week, um, I still keep it. And unless it's just bad, has graphic content. If it's about poop, um or it's just you know badly written of course i'm not going to use that but if it's good and funny if we don't have room for it i'll i'll use it at some point at some level and and you know so anyway and you might win 50 bucks um if it works out good well i'll I'll tell you a secret if it works out good i might up it i might up the prize but we're going to start at 50 dollars I think that's significant. Could you imagine being a 13-year-old kid and winning it? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, that's just amazing. I don't know. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed your time with me today. I hope all of you are blessed. I hope your families are wonderful. I hope your jobs are are rewarding. I hope your life is good. And um, I hope somehow you've gotten something good out of this. All right. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.